Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And for today's podcast, given we're at the end of 2014 and just about to move into 2015, I thought I would actually discuss the Australian dollar because it's been in the news lately. And there's lots of things that the Australian dollar affects in our economy. And obviously that translates into share prices. So I thought we'd have a bit of a look at it just to sort of give you some idea of what we're thinking about for the Australian dollar into 2015. Now, you might remember that prior to 2011, the Australian economy really had a great run on the back of rising commodity prices and the demand for those commodities. However, as Isaac Newton once said, what goes up must come down. And uh, the latter has been the theme for the Australian dollars over over the past few years, particularly in the last 18 months. So what many traders want to know is what really lies ahead for the Australian dollar in 2015. Now, firstly, the Australian dollar is a commodity-based currency, which means the dollar will rise or fall with the price of the commodities. Now, we've seen a dramatic fall in gold since 2011 because it's down around 36%. Oil's down around... Uh, by about 30% over the past 12 months, and iron ore has fallen from its 2011 highs by more than 50%. Now, all of these together put a downward pressure on our currency. Now, as the prices of commodities come down, the export income from our Australian commodities comes down as well, which in turn means the demand for the Australian dollar to settle the trade falls. And consequently, the exchange rate against the US dollar falls. Now, further to this, growth in the U.S. economy is being reflected on, on a positive note. With U.S. company results, it's supporting a stronger U.S. dollar, which is having the opposite effect on the Australian dollar. If it's rising, obviously ours is falling. Now, to some degree, this in- impact has been countered uh, by the increased volume of iron ore sales. But what we're still seeing is an Australian dollar falling away. Now, the RBA chairman, Glenn Stevens, has been saying for quite some time that the Australian dollar needs to come back to around 80 cents to balance the growth of the economy. And and even today, right now, um, the market, or sorry, the the Australian dollar is about 82 cents. But will it break below 80 cents? That's really the important point. Now, this talking down of the Australian dollar has seen money flowing out of our currency. Now, the tricky part for the Reserve Bank is the the timing of any decisions to change the cash rate so as to keep the economy in check. And any rise in the cash rate would support a higher dollar rather than a lower dollar. And inversely, any movement downwards in our uh, cash rate would support a lower dollar. So I know there's also talk about lowering interest rates into 2015. So if we do get a lower interest rates or the RBA announces lower rates into 2015, the dollar is likely to fall with that. So if you are going to go and travel to the US, probably it's uh, now's not really the time to be looking at doing that because you'll be paying more. Um, what does a, a falling Australian dollar mean for Australian consumers? Well, travelling to the US is now around 20% more expensive than it was a few years ago. And I remember I was in the US three years ago and we were getting like $1.8, $1.10 for one Australian dollar. So that was a, a very good time to go, but it's obviously the opposite right now. So, But that's likely to see Australians choose to holiday at home rather than travel abroad and 
use US dollars and the benefit from which uh, that will actually flow onto our local businesses. So people may be traveling to Queensland and other parts of Australia to uh, do their holidays. Also, a lot lower dollar means Australian exports uh, are cheaper to the rest of the world and therefore can increase our competitiveness or the competitiveness of the local goods. And, and as Australian goods become cheaper, this is likely to help some of our local manufacturers and give exporting companies a boost. Now, that area really does need a boost. We're seeing now car companies, those sorts of things, all closing down because that high Australian dollar has not made them competitive against world markets. Now, the domestic industrial stocks are likely to benefit from the reduced cost of some of their inputs, and hopefully this may be passed on to consumers. Now, from a technical perspective, in the short term, the dollar may bounce a little bit and as it finds some relief, but as I said, talk of interest rates falling away may not allow this to happen. We may see the opposite, but uh, what we do know from that technical perspective is the Australian dollar has got some really good support between 80 cents and 83 cents. So therefore, currently we're in that middle there of that 82 cents, or nearly in the middle between those at 82 cents. Um, and so we may find some support here for a while at this level, and it may stabilise at this level for a while. But if it does start to fall uh, in terms into 2015 because interest rates have come off, then we're looking at the high 70s and you know, probably 77, 78 sort of cents in that sort of bracket. I don't necessarily think it'll fall too much. Now, I believe that the low point for the dollar is most likely to occur around April 2015. So any sharp drop in the dollar is likely to create uncertainty for our equity market, leading to high volatility in the market. Now, thinking this through and considering my current view on the Australian market, the analysis indicates that a high probability exists for a significant low, or at least a decline to occur in that time. So between December and obviously April, we're expecting a possibility of decline. As that said, um, as I said a second ago, there's still a chance of it rising a little bit, but I don't necessarily think it will be, uh, especially if the interest rates come off. Now, given the analysis, the remem- the, we need to remember that at 82 cents, um, or that 83 cents is quite a strong level. So if we see any sort of strong close above 83 cents, then we may start seeing it to rise uh, into the shorter term. But again, um, I, it, it could even decline through into April down to that 74 cents. It may even blow through that 78, 77 cent level and go down to 74. But that remains to be seen. So don't make decisions based on that. Obviously, what we need to do is make sure that it is moving um, before we actually make any decisions. A further fall from these levels um, to be adverted or at least softened for any further decline, we really need to see our currency break you know, above that 92 cent level. So that's a long way off where it is now. So that's less likely. Um, and it, it's not really going to do that. So however, commodities are still weak and uh, the US dollar is still strong at the moment. So um, we could see a rise if the commodities market starts to stabilize we start seeing commodity prices start to rise that will start seeing our dollar start uh, start to find some support and then possibly rise but at this point in time i think between now and april i think we've got more downside than upside but then after april if it does make a low if anywhere between that 74 and 80 cents um, then it should start to move up from there because i think commodities might start to dip, uh, turn around from that point of view. But anyway, I'll leave all that with you. So um, if this is my last podcast for the year. So uh, I'm wishing a very Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous New Year and uh, good luck, good trading. 
Um, if you uh, got any questions for us, please still keep shooting them through to info at wealthwithin.com.au. And as always, get onto iTunes, give us a rating of five, put a little testimonial about how you love our podcast, and um, we'll catch you on the flip side. Talk to you next year. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.